Rabbi Ruvain Ziegler is here. He is editorial director of Cohen Publishers and director of trade books. He heads the entire Magid enterprise, planning the publishing schedule and overseeing the editorial board and deciding what to publish. I'm laughing only because I can only imagine how difficult a job you have deciding what comes out and when and why, right? There's a why behind it also, right? There's definitely a why. I can only imagine. Um, I do want to clarify. Yes. I don't decide by myself what yeah, we I come can, out with. I would we have an editorial board. There's a team, huh? Yes. Um, what does the calendar look like? Why? What is the? What are some of the factors that go into figuring out when, in fact, something comes to the market? Well, first of all, there's right now is a period of tremendous, just as this outburst of creativity going on in the Jewish world. We get literally dozens of manuscripts a month. Uh, and, Seriously? Yes, and uh, in English and in Hebrew. Who reads them? Are you one of the people who reads them or not? Uh, yeah, I mean, we have we have we have a whole bunch of readers. And they will be unsolicited. A lot. Of, well, some some people we go out and we solicit if there's an author we're interested in, or sometimes there's a topic we're interested in, and we'll say who could write about this. Right. Um, and but we get tons of unsolicited manuscripts from people we've heard of, from people we haven't heard of. Some of those have been published. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I mean, we do have institutional partnerships, and we work, but uh, we get. Uh, interestingly, I mean, we I think we get as many in Hebrew as in English. We publish as many books a year in Hebrew as in English. I mean, here we're talking mainly about the English right. because of your listeners. Sure. Um, one of the things that we're trying to do actually is to create this cross pollination between the English speaking and the Hebrew speaking worlds. We're trying, in fact, like when we publish something in one language, very often we'll say to ourselves. Is this relevant to the other, to the other language? You know, if it's in Hebrew, do you think this would work in English? Well, it's a good think... example of that. Something that recently has worked in both. Um, well, first of all, we've been taking authors like, and I'm not going to mention him again because he's going to come up so much. Rabbi Sachs. Right. He was unknown in Israel a few years ago, even though he was the chief rabbi of England and he was a very famous public intellectual. But and the average better known in the U.S. But right, but the average Israeli had not heard of him because he hadn't published in Hebrew. Uh, so we made an effort to start publishing him in Hebrew to build awareness of him. We even took responsibility for putting out his weekly parsha on the internet in Hebrew to build awareness of him, so that when the books would come out, people would know who he was. That's one. That's one direction. Also, in the other direction, uh, we have uh, in just in recent years we've put out books by various Israeli uh, rabbis, uh, Rosh Yeshiva, like uh, Rav Sherlo. Uh, uh, Rav Yoel Binun we're putting out right. soon. Rav Elchanan Samet we're putting out soon. Uh, Rav Benny Lau, uh, also uh, very f- people who you've probably uh, heard about uh, who are gaining a presence in America, like Sivan Rav Meir. Sure. We put out her book in English. Mm-hmm. We, we're putting out soon Rabbanit Yamima Mizrahi in English. She's very popular. Yes, uh, and so so we want each side. To know, we want we want to create this cross fertilization. We have some very exciting books coming out. I can reveal some of the secrets. Yeah, why not? Uh, one of our most popular books in the past year was a book by Rabbi Dov Zinger. He's uh, the Rosh Yeshiva. Um, his name, the name of his yeshiva, is escaping me at the moment. Okay. In Kfar Etzion. Um and uh, he wrote a very fascinating book on tefillah. The what's interesting about it is it's not the history of tefillah. It's not even analyzing, you know, the words in tefillah. 
It's basically exercises to do to help your davening. Nice. So he starts off each chapter with a quote from, sometimes from Hasidut, sometimes from a Midrash, from a Gemara. Then he has a thought, and then he has exercises that you can do. He even calls them recipes for prayer. <laughs> so this is something that people in America started to read this, and they said, why doesn't this exist in English? So we said, let's do it. Let's translate it into English. Amazing. Rabbi Ruvain Ziegler is with us, editorial director of Koran and director of trade books. Um, it's no secret that one of the attractions that certain people have had to Koran has been the works of the Rav, Rav Soloveitchik, the works of Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, uh, and other scholars who generally are called modern Orthodox scholars, whether that's an accurate portrayal or not is not for this conversation. But that's generally, tell me about that category and how it's grown over the years. Well, those, you know, you just picked the two authors who are closest to my heart. Right. Uh, I devoted about, uh, you know, close to two decades to putting out Rav Soloveitchik's writings for manuscript, uh, which is a whole story in itself. And a very exciting experience. I spent more than a decade just having a chavrusa with Rav Soloveitchik every morning with his writings that no one had read besides him and me. Um, so that was quite, quite exciting. And so I'm happy to continue that work here. I did that work before I was working here, but now I'm continuing it here. Um, also, Ravarin Lichtenstein, Mori Varabi. Um, you know, I've been involved in putting out a couple of his books, starting with his uh, first book that appeared in English called By His Light, uh, which I adapted from speeches of his. Uh, and uh, recently, we've been putting out a series of books in Hebrew of his. Uh, some of the material has never been, before been published, some of it in Gemara, some of it in, in philosophy. I think that both of them have a lot to say. Uh, to our generation, uh, and uh, you know, some of it is uh, some of it is you know hard to you know to get through. You have to give it your full attention, but it more than repays the effort. What, what did you mean on the Rav's on, on Rav Salvechik's uh, project that you and him were the only ones who would have read those manuscripts? What does that mean? Wouldn't others have over the years been interested in and in fact have explored those manuscripts? Well, his. I don't want to get into a whole discussion about that, but he, he left behind hundreds of manuscripts, and they were just in his study. That literally people had not seen. That Yeah, just, just he had oh, seen. Yeah. And then after he passed away, his family put together a foundation to, to you know, do something with these, sure. to, to archive them, to get them typed up. And then, uh, you know, with uh, some, some colleagues like uh, Professor David Schatz and Dr. Joel Walwelski, uh, we turned them into books in, in English, in Hebrew, and even some in Yiddish. Um, the partnerships that Koran has, and this is one of the things that we knew would become a theme today, the OU, Yeshiva University, Haaretzion, City of David, or Torah Stone, not all of them would be considered, um, you know, not you don't always find all these partners in the same sentence, let's put it that way, but Koran somehow has established bridges and relationships with all of them, and each one bringing, I guess, a unique perspective to the world of publishing. Would that be a good way of putting it? Yeah, I think that that's one of the things that, look, we are, as you can tell from speaking to every single person here, it's not just a business. It's not like, you know, we could be putting out shoes, we could be putting out, you know, or books, but it's all the same. It's just a business. No, this is very... Uh, people have, I, I think that I regard it personally as, a, as an educational and religious uh, calling, uh, and we're trying to really affect the Jewish world. And we're actually much more in touch with the spectrum of the Jewish world than each of the individual organizations. Right. You know, each one is focused on its particular constituency. We're trying to see the big picture and to bring it all together. Uh, not only that, but we work with a lot of educational institutions. Now, their focus obviously is on, you know, they've got to educate their students. They're not publishers. But we need... We want to get their message out to a broader public, and we have our people, who some of whom you've met, Alex, you'll meet some more later. 
they're out there, you know, in the field, meeting with rabbis, with teachers, going around the world, speaking to the bookstore owners. And so, so we're trying to see, you know, how can we bring people together? What do people need? We want to provide them with really substantive, deep, broad, you know, uh, vision of Judaism. And, pl- I'm sorry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when we sit in the editorial board meetings, we try not to say, you know, what would, what's my personal taste? What's right. my personal take? You know, you have to take a step back. And What does the Jewish world need? What does the Jewish world need? And you can learn from the people you meet out in the field. I even learn a lot from speaking to my children. You know, they're a different generation. Right. They have different tastes. They have different interests. And, you know, they're old enough now that they can actually read the kinds of books that we put out. And, uh, and I learn from them what their generation wants and needs. Uh, and what we're trying to do is to provide stuff that we're, we're proud to put out. All right. A pleasure meeting you. And continued success. It's amazing what you're doing here. Rabbi Ruvain Ziegler, editorial director of Corin, director of trade books. Hadaraba, thank you so much for joining me here today. Much appreciated. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Round the world on the web at AlchemSingle.com on the AlchemSingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app.